This week's episode is brought to you by Gaines Sports Gear. That's Gaines with a Z. G-A-I-N-Z Sports Gear. You can find your ultimate workout gear at GainesSportsGear.com. And you can use our code LOVERS10 to get 10% off your first order. Now, to the episode. Lovers Squirrel, it's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. Your lately loving ladybug. How's that for one? Alliteration. That's amazing, Thank as you. always. Thank you. So how are you doing, my good I'm sir? I'm doing excellent, Danny. And yourself? I'm actually doing okay. You know, it, last week was very, very stressful and trying, but I um, have been using the Headspace app to kind of get my little meditation vibe on. And I made a concerted effort this week to not let any motherfucker steal my joys. So all in all, even through some of the struggles, it's not been too, too bad. So I'm glad that you've been doing good. And you know me, I'm always a little bit more elaborate in my descriptions, but I'm doing well too. Yeah, man. Um, So last week we went to Podden Live in New York. We did. What an awesome time. What else? Uh, we went to my little cousin graduated from college. Yes. And she's going to be, sorry, I'm, I'm just saying everything and then we'll come back to the Podden Live. She's going to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. My aunt is giving her a year or two years to kind of trial and error before she has to quote unquote work for the. Get a job. Work yeah. for somebody. Work um, for the so, man. Um, I think it's amazing. You know? I think so too. Like um, no time like the present. Yeah, no. Got- I mean, it just shows where we're at in time, and you know, the fact that they're open to it, and you know, I wish her the best, and she wants to create like she wants to do. It's like a lifestyle, a lifestyle blog. blog. So, um, let me try. To- I think it's called perfectly poised. Yeah, practically what- poised. Excuse me. Is it me. practically or perfectly? It's practically poised, I believe. Yes, practically poised. And she, um, I mean, I definitely, I think it's dope because when you're out of college at 22, like, yeah, technically, like, you're done, you're grown, but you really don't know what the hell is going on in the world. And and so if there's any time, there's no time like the present to pursue your dreams. And while she doesn't have things like a mortgage or or even maybe even rent, I don't know. A relationship or or anything that's going to tie her down. This is the perfect time. Things like that. So tie in. Congratulations. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Danny. That's okay. Um, yeah, but we're proud of her, and and we hope that this will be a true success because, you know, it's not easy being a creative, and it's not, a, it's not easy kind of putting, you know, theory into practice as far as her, her aspirations. So go for it, baby girl. So we went there, and then we... So that was in Jersey, and then we Zoomed in New York, went to Pod and Live, and uh, met... Lots of different, lots people. of different podcasts, and just it was it was it was a good vibe. It was um, it was a lot of fun. It was a different type of networking. Yes, because it was kind of like a party. Yes, so it's re- so it's really like you had to kind of like do your own thing. Like, had to, yeah, you had to be ready. And I, I mean, I I feel like I had a little bit of liquid courage, but shout out to Danny. Let me tell you, Danny is. Okay. The brains of the operation. You lies, know, lies. Listen, y'all. That's why I signed her to a you know a non-complete, uh, non-com- uh, non-complete, non-complete 
non-compete, I'm sorry, non-compete clause, you know. Mm. I got to make sure that she just don't get out there. But, you know, Danny was doing what Danny did. And I was, I was doing my thing in there, too. You were. And, you know, um, we were, we met a lot of people. And, you know, um, it was just a great event. Shout out to um, T with Queen and Jay podcast. Yes. Um, from my understanding, they were like the the lead organizers organizers so they were lovely um, yes we met um uh the shade parade podcast um martha's plate um and then they were um i think it was as bantu centric yep and so Uh, um like those were some and then the the movie um podcast the is it the movies and popcorn um, I'm, I'm so look, mad I'm not we remembering. We Mind Over Melanin podcast. Yeah, so we like met. we talked about people's favorite movies. We talked about, we talked to people who are like in their early 20s who are just kind of getting out there and their yeah, podcast. Medium Popcorn. Medium Popcorn. Podcast. And Which, listen, me and one of the co- co-hosts. The one that's not Gordon, because one's name is yeah, Gordon. Yeah, me and him. <laughs> Sorry. We have to have a battle because... About Boys in the Hood, Boys in the versus, Hood versus Men in Society. Society, which one was a better movie. And you were kind of losing that battle, at least in the polls. That's because we're just talking about what's a better movie. I'm not talking about what has the better message. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about cinematically mm-hmm. watching this movie. What is just a better watch? Mm-hmm. And, and you're not going to tell me that, that Men in Society isn't a better watch. Than Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood had the better message, yes, and better whatever. But Minutes of Society had more quotables. Listen, we'll, we'll leave that for, for their podcast. Yes. But, they said um, they got to have us on or at least have you on. Um, we ran into, of course, our, our bros. We Rock. Yeah. Not ran into, but we knew they were coming. But like, and then JB and Rome. Yeah, with so Irish um, Truth. And um, unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. We got the, we got the we pick. We Tahoe. The, Tahoe was there. Yes. T- shout out to Tahoe. Um, um, Reek. From um, the clubhouse, yeah. Was there. So it was just it was a king was, a was dope there. Event. A king, um, um, trauma, was trauma, it? yeah. So DJ Trauma, and you you know it was just great to see a whole bunch of black people together. There was no tra- fights. Yes, everybody was real like you know you know because it was crowded. It was so super crowded. But nobody was, was like, like, why are you, you going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, everybody was like, my bad, my bad. Like yeah, it was it was a dope event. You know, so the um, drinks were strong. They yeah. were, and good. The music was good. They had Friday playing in the background. Yeah, it was, was like dope. they wanted to keep it black, so yeah. why not put a black movie? I just thought it was a amazing event. Oh, we also met Extra Juicy podcast. Oh yes, yes, yes. So, hey, um, and if we're forgetting anybody, uh, I, I our, do apologize. Our, our heads, not our hearts. But um, it was a great event, and you know, shout out to to them ladies for for putting well yeah. for, for everyone to put it put it together and people yeah. coming out to support. Um, we need more stuff like that. So Definitely, it was inspiring, and I feel like we have like new people that we want to have on the show. There's people that want us on their show, so people it's just like are, yeah. So like everybody was cross collaborating. People, were, you know, and the thing is like I love that like people came prepared. Like people had cars, they had uh, they had business cars, they had pins, they had hats, they had on merch, they had on every like people were like ready and willing to push their shit and i loved it people were whipping out their phones like following each other on instagram and there was a photographer there and like 
everybody was kind of on the way. People were recording at the event because, like, if you went downstairs, it was kind of like the party vibe. And then if you yeah, went upstairs, people there were people doing, record. They, yeah, were, they like, were actually potting. Yeah, that's what I was talking. Yeah, it was and, just a dope event. You it was know, just I, black people I'm, working. I'm glad I was able to get go to it. Shout out to Kiki because she's the one who told us about it. Hey, Kiki. Originally, so um. Yeah, if you ever get a chance, if you're they have another one pursuing pod potting or you know Podcasting, you just want to yeah. be around podcasts, um, you should look out for it. It happens yeah. in New York. I think it happens in the May area every time. But yeah, it um, was a it was just a really dope event. It was a great event. I'm glad. I feel like I stepped outside of my comfort zone some because I you know had nice conversations with people. We talked about each other's shows and like. Everybody, what I'll say is that, you know, even though I am from New York, like people who, even if you're not from New York, like once you live in New York long enough, you kind of become of New York and we get the reputation of kind of being like really difficult to connect with and difficult to, or like people always want like, well, what is it? What's in it for me? Or like we get this kind of like gruff reputation and, you know, as someone who's not lived in New York for a while, sometimes I kind of feel like I little lost my touch a little bit, but it was really nice to be able to reach out and like not get the cold shoulder from people get 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 feedback from people who are who are trying to do you know the same thing which is like have have a platform being heard because we all have all these wildly different experiences or inexperiences and we're just trying to talk about it with people because we like to know that we're not the only ones alone in this world that are feeling this way or going through these things or have had these moments and like that shared space was just very very dope so again shout out to everybody we met up with that we already knew we ran into shout out all the new people we met and that we will link up with in the future because we loved it and can't wait to go again so now we can uh go into the show and uh let's get on these elevators okay so whose elevator are we getting on first because you be trying to shade my elevator um I'll get on your pissy elevator real quick. Okay. Can we go up? Can we um you know vow to play play nice this this episode? I'm always playing nice. The lies you but tell. But can we go up? Oh, we're doing you first. Okay. Yeah. Going up. Angelic voice, but the elevator's trash. Um. First thing, so I'm gonna go up because one of our listeners. Reached out to us, mm-hmm. and they said that we have been shading each other. Yes. Um, and it's a up because it's feedback. Mm-hmm. We get um, spicy sometimes. That's We do. I think that's what happens when you work with someone, period. Mm-hmm. When you work with your partner. Very um, intimate, a lot of proximity all the time. Yeah, you know. You know we know how to push each other's buttons. We don't know what happened that week. Yes. Did you not say hi to me that morning? You know? You know, did I... Was dinner cooked that night? You know, did you, you leave know. all your shoes at the bottom of the stairs Exactly. And, and that's fair. A hundred percent. So, you know, I, I wanted to reflect on that, that when we are shading each other, sometimes it is just... Jokes. Just jokes. Like like my pissy elevator, because yes. like my elevator's not really pissy. It's but. not, but... Why not just say, I just want my elevator to be better. Because you're a hater. But go I mean, continue. Listen, continue. it is what it is. Um, but I, I just wanted to appreciate that feedback because we asked for it. And, you know, Danny's my my friend, my homie, my lover, my everything. So, you know, thank you for checking in on us. Thank you for letting us know that you felt 
that there was some tense vibes. Yes. And I admit it, I was exhausted last week's episode, like falling asleep at the mic. And I apologize for that because that doesn't make for quality content. And I was upset but with Danny because I was, we waited last minute. Yeah. Like so always, there's so that, those but things. But I wasn't being shady, but. No. I just wanted to make sure because so, I can I can understand how, how, how it can come across shady, but it's not. It's never personal, at least for me. But I can understand someone listening how it may sound or how it may come across. Because but we're human. Yeah, but and plus too, like it's hard maybe not for them to not think that it's personal because you and I are husband and wife. So how could it not be personal when like we exist in one of the most personal dynamics that can exist between two people? So that's what we have to think about too. But I do agree with you that we. We appreciate the feedback because we don't always get it. Or sometimes what we do get is kind of typically kind of like middle of the road or maybe more on the positive side. But we do need sometimes that critical feedback because we want to get better. And I think that that's what the ultimate point is. So, so that's an up for me. So even can though. Can I have a kiss? You can have a kiss. Mwah. Mwah. We're going so nah. to be so sugary sweet this episode, y'all. I, don't, I can't guarantee that. But anyway. But um, go ahead. No. Uh, did you, After you, you said. After were you finished? Oh, uh, were you? Okay. Madame. <laughs> sir. Anyway. My good sir. Nah, for are you finished? I think so. I don't really know what I was going to say. So my next up is my Lakers. You know, diehard Laker fan. We projected to get the 11th pick and we got the number 4th pick. And that's all because of you. It is all because of me. So listen, backstory. I knew that the draft was yesterday and I said, you know, well, on Tuesday. And I said, you know what? I'm going to wear my Laker outfit. So I wore my Laker outfit. And the fact that they got a four, and I'm a four on my line, listen. Kismet. Something's happening. I the, feel it. The stars align. Next season, we're back. Uh, you might be. Where's Zion Williamson going? I don't know. He he looked pissed off that he was going to New his, Orleans. His, his, his face is definitely going to be a meme or a gif soon. Because he, he was looked like, pissed. he kind of had that face like, I'm smiling because the camera's on me, but, but I do I not pit. want to go there. Fuck no, I don't want to go there. But then why would the Pelicans pick him if they really think that? Yes. That, but why would you? In NBA history, why, that's happened. Why would you pick somebody you know that doesn't want to be there? Because they're kind of like slaves. So, <sighs> no, they really, I mean, listen, if, if a team drafts you, they, they own your rights. It's either you play for the team or you don't play. I don't want nobody that An don't want to be where thing I am. That came out was like they were saying because he has to sign a sneaker deal and he hasn't signed with an agent, he does have the option of going back to school. I don't think he would do that, mm-hmm. but that would be hilarious if he did. He'd be do like, that. actually, try again next year. Yeah, but that would that would be the worst thing he could do just People for. People wouldn't even want fuck with him next year. Yeah, yeah. So they'd I think like, he's gonna go to they'd New be Orleans. Like Felipe Lopez. You said what? Felipe Lopez. What about him? You watch one documentary. Because he and went now... to school and he didn't go into the draft and he should have went to the draft and then he missed his turn and yeah. nobody fucked with him. But it's a little different. I mean, it's a little different, yeah. but it's a little similar. Especially if Nike, especially one of these sneakers companies, Nike or one of them is going to give him 100 mil on a sneaker deal. Is he really you the got... truth, though? I mean, is he like, is he the bee's knees? He's the size of a football player. But he moves like a gazelle. Yeah, sure. Now he really do move like a gazelle. Like, like he's a little, really fast. Like a I mean, listen, he's he's one of those once in a lifetime, quote unquote, players. He's the like he could be like another. LeBron so I, I, is, yeah, is, I, I, is what they're comparing him to. Yeah, because LeBron's I mean, big for his. 
positions. Yeah, but, but LeBron plays like multiple positions, right? I mean, he can, I should say. In the new NBA positions, I mean, don't really matter. They're as more much. fluid. For the most part. But so I think he'll go to New Orleans, which I also think we may be able to, you know what I mean? Get, get Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis so now. you don't think Anthony Davis is going to want to stay if they get Zion? He's ready there? to go. Like I said, so this is my theory also. If I was Zion, I'm signing with Rich Paul. That's that's, that's LeBron's guy. LeBron's and Anthony Davis guy, yes. That he's going to make all these things kind of come together. I mean, listen, he, he's the one who told them he wants to trade. So if you're dealing with me on Anthony Davis' part and you're dealing with me on Zion Williams' part. I'm going to get what I want. Pretty much. So Otherwise, he'll play there for four years and then leave. Okay. so Or five years, whatever the, the rookie thing is. From zero to 100%. What is the likelihood of Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Zion Williamson ending up on the Lakers? Zero. Okay. Zero. Um, another important question. Go ahead. Has Anthony Davis fixed his teeth? That's not an important question. And that's not something that I that I care about. I'm I'm okay with his unibrow. I get the fear of the brow, you know, love yourself, but poor dental hygiene is unacceptable. So I just wanted to know that. I'm not I'm, talking about anybody, Dana. You know? I'm gonna do I my. I'll just do my Googles. That's who's fine. Growing up and excuse me. I have a child who's growing up. I don't. I don't, I don't want to put your bad juju on her. So it's not bad juju. It's a genuine question. You. you I was always told so, you don't talk about children. Yeah, until you have your own. Yeah, we've had one. But at the, we've had one. What, what about the second one? I mean, I just feel like or the third one. Okay. And then the fourth one. You know what I mean? We don't know. Well, the fourth one is not coming for me, so that's a, a toss-up. Oh, it's definitely coming. But. I already told you. I mean. Second baby come out. When you go for the third one, it's going to be twins. We Tatum. Get them in and get them out. The poof is in the pudding that, you know, she's she's perfect. Yeah, but I'm not going to play that game with you, so. What? What's, what's the problem? She's perfect, but oh, that doesn't mean another child is going to be perfect. Okay. You're putting bad juju in the universe I'm that not I don't ju- want anything I'm to do with. I'm not trying so. to put bad juju. I apologize. Can I get off this this janky elevator? I apologize, universe. all this bad juju that you're putting out I'm here. not trying to put up bad juju. Please. I was just concerned about someone. Let me out. But Let me out. Oral hygiene is just important. That's all. Okay. Well, now we're going to go in my elevator. No, you don't come in my elevator. Oh. You don't come... Benson was sick this week, so Richard's going to take care of you. Richard. Yeah. I heard he steals. He doesn't. He doesn't have black Air Force Ones on, so you're good. Ladies, clutch purses. Anyway, ma'am, welcome to... Where's Benson? He's sick, but would you like to go up or down? I'm I'm going down. Do you know which way that is? (laughs) You're so shady. (laughs) Okay. Pressing down. Um, I am going down this week because America is a fucking hellhole. And specifically the state of Alabama, I believe the state of Georgia and the state of Ohio. So all the So that's like well the first two are southern states. Yeah, and they're like conservative states. Ohio's like a swing state though. But okay. I'm going to focus on Alabama right now cuz that's the freshest on my mind. So they the governor of Alabama just signed into law a bill that was passed in their 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 um house senate excuse me making abortion basically the most the strictest abortion ban in this country at this point Ma- basically making abortion illegal for a woman to get um 
almost from conception, like around six weeks, which most women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. And they kept the, they made abortion, they still made abortion illegal in the case of rape and incest as well. So if a woman gets an abortion, she can face up to, I think, 99 years in prison. What if she if goes a doc- to, a diff- to one of the different states? If a, oh, hold on, let me back up. If a doctor performs it, they can face up to 10 years in prison. If they go to another state, I'm not sure, but I want to say I read some things and I can't remember because like all these three different states have been coming out with a lot of stuff at the same time. But one of them was saying like, if you go to another state, like they're still not going to be able to like help you or something like that. Because if they find out that you did it, you could still be prosecuted, even if you leave and come back and get it done. But like there's an 11, 11 year old girl in Ohio right now who was the story I keep seeing circulating is like she was raped by her 45 year old camp counselor and was it's like just over six weeks pregnant Mm -hmm. and based on the new laws that are trying to be passed in Ohio she would not be able to obtain an abortion and you're talking about also but like specifically to Alabama they're talking about literally pretty much from conception and then they're talking about even in cases of rape and incest so when a woman did not even consent to the um sexual acts that got her pregnant she still would be forced to carry a child that she did not ask for that she did not even necessarily go into the situation knowing the chances of her getting pregnant for giving that doesn't even have the option she would have to carry that child to term and you will you will never convince me otherwise about how a woman's body is her own right because I think the thing about it is like people always get it fucked up because they think like oh if you're pro-choice that means you're pro-abortion no that means I'm fucking pro-choice which means it is my choice about my body just like it's Susan's choice about Susan's body and it's uh Katrina's choice about Katrina's body nobody else should have a say there is no law in existence in our country where a man's body is being dictated about what he can or cannot do with it but a woman's body is being um is being policed by a bunch of old white men that law passed with us us uh that law passed in Alabama 25 to 6. The 25 people that voted for it, old-ass white men. And the woman that signed it into law, the governor, old-ass white lady. So you can miss me with the bullshit. It's fucked up. I'm pissed about it because nobody should have a say over anyone else's body except that person. So what if the parent is going to die if they don't get the abortion? Does that? Do we know about that? I think what I read was that that might be an exception, but even still, what about- you have to prove it. Like you have to, you have to deter- determine. But like basically, what about HIPAA? Like I thought HIPAA rules. They- HIPAA is just like about protection of privacy. Yeah, exactly. So if I go to another state and get an abortion, there's no way that you, like, how does the law find out that I got an abortion? If, somebody if my re- HIPAA rights. Somebody reports it. People, people, no. you know. Okay, so someone reports and they say, "Hey, Danny got surgery. She got she she had an abortion. Are they gonna like subpoena your your doctor's records or like that's what I'm trying to figure out how how would they find out? Um, I mean, I think that this is. I think it just depends, honestly. But I think the fact that it's being signed into law that means that even if it's not always. Um, present like even if it's not always found out, if everybody doesn't find out. It's it's 
it's the rip ramifications and the ripple effect of this ha- are going to be they're going to be astounding basically because you're talking about women and girls okay. having to yes sorry so real quick so it says bans it bans all abortions in this state except when abortion is necessary in order to re- to prevent a serious health risk to the woman Mm-hmm. And it says it criminalizes the procedure reclassifying abortion as a class A felony punishable by up to 99 years in prison for doctors. Excuse me. Attempted abortions will be reclassified as a class C felony. And leg- legislation makes no exceptions for victims of rape or incest. So I have to prove that my life is at risk, but I can't I can be 12 and my uncle could be raping me and I get pregnant with my with this baby that I don't want that I'm not prepared for but I still there's no exceptions and I can't get an abortion in my home state so if it goes into effect do you think there'll be more like wire hanger absolutely there's going to be there's going to be more illegal abortions there's going to be an increase in back alley abortions because the thing about it is that like you know you mentioned like wacky then they just go to the next state everybody doesn't have the funds or the fee the means of traveling out of state well I wasn't asking why why can't they I'm asking, could they? Could they? Yeah. But what I, and so what I want to convey to our listeners is like, you're right. You can't. You can't. Like everybody. Like there's people who are dirt poor living in the heart of Alabama who can't necessarily have a can't pay for a bus ride, a plane ticket, doesn't have access to a car to try to drive over state lines to to get an abortion in in a safe manner. So now they're going to be resorting to other ways to get that. And then if they get caught because somebody at a pharmacy sees them or someone they tell they confide in someone and that person tells, now you're talking about now you're being charged with a criminal act. It, it this is something that truly truly burns me up about the world that we live in today because again, in no other circumstances is a person's body policed except for in the case of a woman's reproductive rights. So, um, fuck all these people that are policing women's reproductive rights, even in the cases of rape and incest, because you are basically telling rapists and assault people who are going to commit family assault that it's okay for them to carry these these babies to term because it goes against your belief or because or whatever it is. So what if they make amendments? What if they say, okay, if you were raped, you can get an abortion, but we still have this six week ban. Would you not good enough? No, I'm not okay okay with it. An abortion, Roe v. Wade, abortions should be legal in all fifty states. Um, You know, I I can I can somewhat identify with like maybe you know and honestly no even still there needs to be contingencies because i understand that like late-term abortions are, are very touchy subjects because you're talking about like now you're talking about not an embryo not a zygote you're talking about like a, a, a fetus but then again that could be in cases of like where the life of the, the the mother is at risk and then like then and then that has to still be a thing which so i could say like i'll you know there's caveats to that but like my body and what goes on inside of it is nobody else's business. Period. Full stop. Point blank. However you want to take it. And the fact that you have a bunch of men voting and making a decision about something that they will never experience. Men will never be pregnant. Men will never have to carry a child that they didn't want to term. There's no... there, Like, 
this because that is scientifically fact you can't speak on some shit that you can't go through you can't speak on some shit that you can't have to do and you don't like i was watching the um the a few democrat senators who were uh opposing the, the the law on the floor talking and like they were talking about the message that this type of law conveys to women in, and children and girls in Alabama. And then they were talking too about how, you know, you Republicans want to say, like, oh, government needs to stay out of our, our, our families, stay out of our, our businesses. But then it's like, but government should be inside of a woman's womb. Like, that's bullshit. And these men are voting on something that they have no experience in and they have no understanding of and what they were also saying too is like you, you know men you will never understand what it's like to be pregnant you will never understand the the joy or the complete horror of finding out that you're pregnant and depending on the situation that you're in and because of that there shouldn't be the, the, our my uterus and my reproductive rights and the reproductive rights of women in Alabama and girls in Alabama and all across this country should be nobody's business but their own and their families. And so that is what I feel very strongly and passionate about. And that is why I am going down on this raggedy ass elevator so with Richard we... who steals because <laughs> you said what? That's why I'm going down this raggedy ass elevator with Richard who steals. Why Richard got to steal? Because the neighbors have been talking. And things have been going missing since Benson went on vacation. Or he was out sick. And Richard's been there. It's okay, I'm Richard. Not, You're I'm, good. I'm not saying. But I do have a question about the situation. Do we know why they are putting this? Like, what, what made them say? Because conservatives feel em- empowered because of Trump. Like, they because we have a fucktard in the White House who is signing off and emboldening and, and empowering conservatives to push through um, legislation like this. It's this is why because they feel like the time is now because they're not going to get that pushback. They're not going to have. There's not going to be this press for no. This is wrong. This is not going to pass or whatever because people voted for these people. Got you. You know, and, but they're they're not representing. The actual, I feel like the the bulk of people out there, but they're but because we're in a climate where these types of things, these really like far right philosophies and beliefs, are at the center stage and are being the, the and the agenda that's being pushed. This is why stuff like this is getting passed now, and it's wrong and it's fucked up and it needs to change. No, I, I no, listen, I I agree. I think a woman's body is a woman's body, and it's her choice. It's just. I mean, it's it's unfortunate that we have to go through this in this day and time, it's, and you know, and like as a but mother, it's also like it's Alabama, it's like a racist ass state. It is like, a racist ass state, but it's still like Tatum can't go to Auburn. Sure, the fuck can't. No, I'm not sending my child to any state where her reproductive rights are compromised in any way, shape, or form. Because things happen. And, like, even... Fuck the fact if it's not... Even if it wasn't in the case of rape or incest. People people fuck and they get pregnant and they're not ready for a baby and they have an abortion. Is that my business? Fuck no. Is that your business? Fuck no. Is that the government's business? Fuck no. So, that person does whatever they want to do. Do I think abortion should be used as a method of birth control? Like, somebody's cons- consistently getting knocked up and consistently having abortions? No, I don't think that that's what it's for. I mean, they but probably the, shouldn't. They shouldn't, but, but, the, but they, res- they reserve that. They have that, that right. F- they have that right. And that's still, ultimately, even what I think is none of... that. What I think is not their fucking problem. And it's not my business at the end of the day. 
But, like, I tell you this much. The second a fucking man's, uh, you know, penis and sperm and and scrotum and everything else is trying to be um, policed. And what, like, you're, and, and, you know, once masturbating becomes uh, uh, illegal because that's child abandonment, like, I'm taking it back to Legally Blonde, but... Like then, I, then we'll see people up in arms. Then we'll see they'll be out in droves or whatever. Because is that not? I mean, we do have a lot of laws that don't make sense. So I'm yeah. pretty sure there's some states that oral sex is still considered like something you're not supposed to do or sex. Yeah. That's a good thing. But that shit just it burns me up. It infuriates me, and it has it has to change. Like how how dare you? But we can get off this elevator because I'm going to have to report Richard to his supervisor anyway. Why? Because my AirPods are missing. I'm just saying. You're making false claims. I got on, on the elevator. On a young black man doing his job. A young, He's a young black man? He's a young black man without black Air Force Ones. You said he had on black Air Force. No, ones. I said he did not have black Air oh, Force ones. I mean, because if he did, then it'd be case closed. You're acting. If he, I'm not profiling. You, you are prof- profiling. You profile off of sneakers. No, so I, no, I'm not. If he had on, everyone black, knows that. If he had on, everyone black knows Air Force that. Ones, if someone has black Air Force he's a ones, thief. they still. So TJ says that if you have on a pair of black Air Force ones, low top, low top. It may be any type of Air Force ones. You got guns. sticky fingers. Listen, that's, that's not the, profile. That's what they say. So, the, Richard. That's, I'm just saying, that's say what they you say. You get on the elevator and Richard had on black low-top Air Force ones. Now, my claims are plausible. You could, you could, if you would have been like, if my AirPods are missing, then I, I would have I looked at the tape and been like, he had black Air Force ones. Maybe he did it. Oh, maybe he did it. So like, but then, on my elevator, so I can see everything. So it's, and may, Richard, it's Richard's maybe Richard's been over he, at the elevator maybe chilling. He did it. So is it maybe people he did like it, you, or is it like I can go in front of like Judge you, Judy and I can say it's people Your like Honor, you who make false he had claims. Black Air Forces, and it'd be like case closed. No, you can't make that claim. I'm just saying that that's like a rumor. That's what they say, and I believe it. And it's funny shit to me, but that's besides the point. Come on, ma'am. Even though you think I'm, I'm a thief. You have a wonderful and blessed day, and thank you for riding this amazing elevator. That's, that's something that the nigga that took my earpods would say, <laughs> but okay. Definitely not. All right. So, moving right along, it is now time for our relationship tip of the week. Um, Senor TJ, do you have a relationship tip? Sure, but you want to lead. Okay. You know? So I like defense. My relationship tip of the week is simple, but of course always thoughtful, and um, not the most eloquent one. But my relationship tip of the week is say fuck it and do the thing. What? Exactly. I expected that response from from our folks. And I'm sure everybody listening was like, what are you talking about, Danny? So what I mean by in a, your relationship of, of sometimes you got to say fuck it and do the thing is sometimes it I guess it kind of it's like a one a, a roundabout way of saying like sometimes you got to let a little spontaneity in it. So um, we're recording this on a Wednesday 
And last night was Tuesdays, which means it's TT Tuesdays, and that's where Tatum is with my sister. And so TJ and I were kind of sitting there, laying there, whatever, and we're like, what are we going to eat for dinner? What are we going to do? And we were already kind of in bed. We were already kind of lounging and stuff. And instead of just, like, ordering in, like we kind of had planned to do, we were like, you know what? TJ was like, we can go over to Bar Louis. So we said, instead of me, like, complaining, like, no, I don't want to get dressed again, this, that, and the other, you know, and like, no, and like kind of being adamant about not doing that. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. And we went to Bar Louis and we watched the last part of the game. We ran into some people that we knew. We had dinner. Um, we got kind of comped another dinner because our food was cold, but that's neither here nor there. But you were going to eat your cold food. Well, I just didn't want it like microwaved burger either. So I took a couple of bites. It's just, all right. I took bites out of mine too. It's just about. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Well, anyway, my so the with that being said, it could be something simple. It's just like throwing on your shoes and going back out the house. It could be something like, um, you know, going to see a movie that you didn't really weren't that interested in. It's just doing something with your partner where instead of thinking all the reasons why you shouldn't do it or why you can't do it or why you don't want to do it, then you just kind of say fuck it and do and do the thing. So that is my relationship tip of the week. Say fuck it and do the thing. Okay, that works. Um, my tip is going to be with everything me and Danny's been going through, you know, and us being transparent. Embrace both the good and the bad in your relationship because no one is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know? Facts. She liked that one, so that means I win. You know, I, I just keep winning every week. But, you know, uh, again... It's a lot of things I don't like about Danny. It's a lot of things she don't like about me. And, you know, but we embrace the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. And we keep it going. We you do. Know, nothing is perfect. And we understand that. It's how you learn and grow from those situations that's important. And with that, I yield. Oh, really short and sweet. But and you won? Is that what we're saying? I mean, you was doing the claps and all that. No, there was no sound effects for yours. So I win. Uh, okay, well, I guess. Um, well, I guess now it's time for TJ to enlighten us with some of his uh, best, most uh, impressive vocabulary. Uh, well, it's, it's something that I'm trying to do. It's not my true vocabulary, something that I looked up, you know, a word. And, you know, I'm just trying to learn. Have you been using your words like you've been finding for your word of the week? Uh, in like your everyday language when it works when I'm able to put it in there yeah you know, practice makes perfect I know that's why you're a great teacher uh, so the word of the week is deleterious deleterious enlighten us oh husband causing I? harm or damage mm. divorce is assumed to have deleterious effects on children mm-hmm. deleterious Hiring Richard has a deleterious effect on my property. I don't think it caused harm or damage to your property, but okay. Do you to, want to spell it? Because you know, my piece, you, my piece you're a mind. spelling bee champion. Deleterious is it spelled? D e l e t e r i o u s. It is. Thank you. That's really impressive because she didn't see this word unless she looked it up. I did not. I just know how to spell. I mean, she didn't have her phone in her in her hand. No, listen, that's why you came in second place. It is, um, you know, but I just like it. 
I hear like the letters make sense, like deleterious. I just want to be like you when I get older. You know, huh? I just want to be like you when I get older. Well, you know, I appreciate the compliment, but we're all, you know, we all have our talents and our strengths. Spelling just happens to be one of mine. So shout out to all my, you know, reading and English language arts teachers over the years and my mama True and my daddy shit. and my genetics, all that jazz. But uh, with that being said, um, we don't want to cause any deleterious effects on the outcome of this show. So now we, of course, are going to move right along into our letter session, our lover letters. As all TJ letters, likes to call it. As TJ likes to call it. So here we have a question from, uh, actually it's two people kind of writing in, or one writing in on behalf of him and someone else. So there's Sacred and Steve. Most would agree, they say, they start off the letter by saying, most would agree that it appears that our daily lives are transaction-based. It also appears that dating can be transaction-based. I say that women, so I'm assuming this is Steve talking now, should be open to going, quote-unquote, Dutch until both parties, man and woman, agree they are in a monogamous relationship with each other. Then they can pick and choose when they want to finance their date nights. My friend Sacred believes men should always pay during the dating stage. Please, TJ and Danny, give your perspective on the pros and cons of our point of view. Because yes, a man paying for dates is normal, but the reality is that both men and women are investments to reap a reward from in the dating process. This is actually a funny question. Mm-hmm. What are your um, thoughts? Which is a good question, but... You know, because my guy, Rock, was kind of talking about this, about, like, the idea of dating and, you know, who who should pay. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer that whoever asked for the date should be the one paying. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if, if we're going to be, like, using manners, I, I mean, the guy should pay. Um but I also think that a woman can can pay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going Dutch could work, mm-hmm. you know, especially like the first date. We're getting to know each other. But it's sorry. The way that our world is, there's so many like social norms. It's not, you know, you're not supposed to do this like a man's mm-hmm. supposed to do this. Woman's supposed to do this gender roles and mm-hmm. everything that goes into effect. So. Plus, I haven't been dating in forever. <laughs> but if I had to say, I would say that a man should pay first. Fuck it. You know what I mean? I agree. And and if not, just go 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 with the idea that I'm going to have enough to pay for the date. Mm-hmm. You know, don't assume that, you know, because she asks you out first, she's going to pay or anything like that, you know. Um, now, after the first date, I do think that it can... It should be reciprocated. They can go back. I think so. I think. I think that would be fair. Yeah, I think but, a man should pay regardless of who asked the first date. The guy should pay, which could be you know very uh, archaic thinking, but I think that it's just a. But for me, I I, I don't I don't. The, I'm I'm also thinking as a as a parent teaching my daughter. I'm gonna teach my daughter that you can pay like you could pay for your own shit. Like if he. He sh- like kind of like he should he like he should offer to pay, but you should always have. We're always gonna make sure you have money on you. If that he way. offers to pay, 
I would say the first date you pay for you pay for yourself. That's what I would tell my daughter. He can offer to pay, you pay for yourself. And if you do like him, and then when you go on your second date, if he offers to pay, then you can allow him to pay for it. Or I may say you pay for yourself again. And then the third time you could pay for yourself, which could be tricky because once so you, you pay. you're advocating for dating to go Dutch. But then you said that you thought that the man should pay for the first date. So I'm confused. I'm talking about from my point of view. Okay. As, as, as a man dating, I would say the man should pay. Okay. But I'm saying that I'm going to teach my daughter. Pay for your own shit. Mm-hmm. I think even, she should always be Even if she doesn't you. have it, use daddy's card. You're well, good. Yeah. And the reason why I'm saying that is because we do live in a time that people expect things. Transactional. So, yeah, the transaction base. So I don't want my daughter to be going out on a date and, you know, let the man pay and then he expects something. I mean, granted, it's also going to depend on, on, on the age. Mm-hmm. So if they're 16, 17, and he offers to pay... Hopefully, I know his family and everything, so that way I could feel more comfortable. Yeah. But even then, I may say for the first date, you pay. You pay for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I just don't want my daughter to be in a situation where she feels like she has to do something or someone's pressuring her or someone's like, well, I paid for the first date, so I deserve something. Yeah. I mean, I think that also what will also need to be tied into that is that like making sure Tatum understands that her affection, her attention, her body, her whatever, are not things to be, are not transactional. And so even if she does go on a date, like I am definitely a believer in like a woman should always, like a woman, a, a girl, a teenage girl dating has enough money in her pocket, in her on her car and on her person to cover her portion of the meal in case anything happens because the guy could come up short because he thought, he thought it was going to be one thing, it's not the other. Like, if when you're younger or if somebody does try to be funny about it or whatever, she'd be like, well, actually, I got my own. Here, you can have that. But even if he does offer to pay, even if he's like, no, like I want to, this is me being a gentleman, I want to pay, that she understands going into it is that even if he does pay for our entire meal, there in no way, shape, or form, does that mean that he gets, that there's anything that's owed to him? I can agree and with so, that. And so, like, it's about, it's, it's about making sure that she has kind of like the the physical, the tangible component of it in case like they're at a restaurant and this is where it goes, but also instilling in her her mind and her and her values that my love, my affection, my body, my attention are not things that you can buy. There and so and so therefore I don't give a fuck if you bought this meal. That doesn't mean that you're getting anything else out of me besides a thank you. All right, so let's so, go back to the, so to the sacred, actual question. So, so Sacred and Steve. So, sorry, Sacred and Steve. I, I, I was... He was on daddy mode. Yeah, I went to another world. So I think that... I think first date, the male should pay. I agree. I think that... And then after that... And then at that... I think during that time, if y'all like each other and y'all going on, on something else... Multiple dates. That's when y'all can kind of have that conversation. Because dating is different now. Like... Back when in two thousand and four, when we first started yeah. dating, meant we were boyfriend 16. and girlfriend. Yeah. Now dating means that like we go out together. Yeah, it, it's not. It's it's more. It's social. It's not like dating can mean that I'm going on little dates with somebody mm-hmm. or multiple people, and then dating can also mean like I'm with this person. But I also think that people who go fall. out, they need to be aware that there may be an expectation that you like. The men who go out, there may be an expectation that you need to pay. 
So unless you're going to ask them up front, like, how do you want to take care of the bill, which may turn somebody off, kind of have the idea that you're going to pay for it. Yeah. And my ladies, I would think that like, and or to sacred, I would say that I think that I do think that the man should pay for, for the first date. I think that sets a proper tone. I think that it's a, a, a kind gesture in the societal norms and the cultural norms that we you know exist in here in America. But I think that in following dates, like if you like this person, then it can start to be like, well, go Dutch. And like not itemized bill Dutch, like we're just going to divide by two Dutch because nobody likes, especially when you're grown, nobody likes being like, I well, Dutch. I had the, the, the salad and you had the yeah, steak. When I got with my guys, and, we split it. Yeah. Unless somebody didn't order Alcohol any, any or food or anything like that. Yeah. Like, but if you ordered what we ordered, yeah. then like we're, we're, yeah. we're fucking if it, adults. If, it, if it's, you know, exactly. Like if there's, there's three of us or there's two of y'all and like one person doesn't drink at all, another person is like buying out the bar. Well, then I've, I get that there's a little bit of that. But we're talking about like divide by two, not on some like itemized list shit because because again, we're grownups. Um, but I do think that that's okay too. And then also too, I think it's not okay for women to sometimes pick up the tab from time to time too. And it can be like a back and forth thing. But, you know, ultimately the, like, I don't think, I don't believe though, sacred that like men should always pay for every day. I don't believe that. When TJ and I go out, there are times where TJ pays and there are times where I pay. And then it's like, it like alternates. Like sometimes it's like, oh, you bought dinner. We went out on Friday night and we went on Saturday night. You have Friday, I have Saturday. And then sometimes there's like weekends where like, no, I kind of cover the whole weekend. And TJ covers the whole weekend, but like it ebbs and I flows. I do think that that's something that the ebbs and flows, I do think that couples should, or people, mm-hmm. they should be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. If a man pays for the first date, then the woman could pay for the second date. Yeah. I'm not saying that you got to go dollar for dollar, but take the initiative. Yeah, offer. Yeah, and, and, yeah, even that. Because you may offer and you may be like, I'm good. Yeah, like offer the tip sometimes. Like even on the first date, like if you're not comfortable with that, offer the first, offer the tip. For like, you know, you got the meal, but I'll cover the tip. But it's just, it's about like a it's relationship. About being nice. it, it's about being kind. It's yeah. about not taking advantage of, of people and yeah. you know it's not it's about not being transactional yeah. and I, I honestly and i mean again maybe this is because i've been out of the quote-unquote dating game for a very long time but i'm not i know some people feel like you know dating is supposed to be like about being oppressing someone and setting your best representative and stuff but like for me who pays for every date is not something i'm going to be hung up on about what makes a quality meet as long as that person's not always saying that i have to pay or it's not always like let's go dutch like sometimes they cover the whole thing then at that point it's a trade-off it's just kind of like whatever works for the situation okay so sacred and steve uh you know i think tj and i are kind of both on the same page of like first date for sure the man should kind of hold it down Women, you could offer the tip. I think that a man should, but I also think a woman can as well. Yeah. I don't think... It's not... Yeah. I think the man in me is saying, this is is something I think my father would say, hey, you should pay for the bill. Mm -hmm. But I also think that... I also think that it goes by who asks who out on the date. I think that even if a woman asks the man out on the first date, that he could still pay for it. But why though? I mean, I know, I know why I feel that way. I feel like the man in me is saying that. But if you ask me out on a date, if it was your friend and you was like, "Hey, you want to go out tonight?" 
are you saying, hey, I want to go out as us playing Dutch? Or are you saying, hey, I got you? You know what I mean? Like, I guess, I, I'm, like I said, I think that's just a t- that that component of it is me just falling into the gender norms. Yes. And so I am not So it's saying, okay to be gender norm when dating. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that's where my head falls. I'm okay. not saying that that's okay. I'm just saying that that's what I have. But I also but from there on, I think it's just a matter of what's most convenient and what's most fair to the people that are dating each other. Yeah, I mean, so to my fellas out there, I think that you should be willing to pay because gender norms has been set that the man is supposed to pay. But I am also going to say that I do believe that whoever is offering, whoever is asking for the date is your responsibility to pay. So if you have a woman who says, hey, let's let's go out to dinner. It should be her responsibility. Now, it if when the bill comes, you can be like, I got it. Mm-hmm. To I mean, be to be a gentleman, but I think I think it's whoever asks. If you approached me, why do I have to pay for something that you approached me for? Fair. I I think I do think though it would be chivalrous to offer at least. Okay. Pay, even if I asked you out, and then let me say no, and then go from there. I'm I am fully resigning myself to these are kind of some like gender norms and things like that, but. So oh. so it's okay to be it's okay for gender norms. It's not okay when it fits certain topics. It's not okay, but it is my personal preference. Got you. Not saying it's okay though. I'm saying it's okay for you when it's of certain topics. I am acknowledging the bias that might fall into that. Yes. Okay. Uh, but that's fair. Well, sacred and Steve, I hope that helped a little bit. Um, yeah. Listen, out there. Listen, don't make shit transactional. If you don't really like somebody, don't go on this expensive date. Don't try to run up the bill. I think that's where we're getting lost at in, in time as well. Mm-hmm. Like, the transactional thing is, is like, you know what I mean? Like, there's jokes of people who have, like, this is the food man. I hit this person up when I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a real thing. And, and, and that's an issue. So, I don't think that anyone should be going. I mean, you can go Dutch it. If you guys discuss that before you're dating or whatever, but mm-hmm. I just think that we need to be more open and honest in what expectations we're having. Because mm-hmm. as a man, I wouldn't want to be. I want to. I would not want to feel like I'm being taken advantage of. Like you want to go to Roof Chris on our first date, mm-hmm. and you don't even eat steak. You just want to go there because you know to it's expensive. You, you know what I mean? Because there's people out there like that. There is. And and, and, and that's where I, I think the reserve comes in. Well, you got to be discerning like always. Yeah, yeah so. Well, I th- again, we hope that that helped. And maybe you provided some clarity. We gave you some pros and cons. We acknowledged some of our own biases um, in this, in your letter. But, um, yeah, you know, it's it's a matter of preference. And, you know, with the person who's really for you, you guys will probably have dating philosophies that align with each other. So hopefully that won't be an issue. But with that being said, we have reached the pinnacle of yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. And it is now time for said quarrel. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. Okay. So it recently came across my timeline or in my 
stream feed, whatever you want to call it. Um, a homegirl of mine posted something about how the uh, male birth control pill has now passed the human safety test like trial of of its safety, basically, and tolerability, like how people are, how men are supposed to react to it. Um, basically, just so you guys have an understanding, is like the pill um, essentially has hormones in it that decrease sperm production while still preserving a man's libido so his you know ability to want to engage in sexual intercourse and you know and be able to basically i guess have a direction long enough to enjoy sexual intercourse to come to you know climax so it says here new male birth control pill passed the test of safety and tolerability when healthy men use it for daily for a month and it produced hormone responses consistent with effective contraception so the quarrel here that comes in is like what my, no. my friend was asking it was like like now like should like should we be making our men like once it gets I guess you know becomes kind of like over the counter or prescription based I ain't taking like, it should they be won't. taking the, the pill can't I think y'all should why should like if they should I said I won't okay well I, think, I personally won't. I think men should be very open to the idea of this, taking the pill you don't get this this pregnancy or you're gonna keep your contraception Listen here, like, see, that kind of talk is exactly, it would be detrimental, be jail time in Alabama. So, the... For you, not for me. I'll be exactly, on to my next Exactly, wife. only one person suffers. On to my next wife. Asshole. So... Like, listen, I try to tell her. I think men should take it. I think men should, like, if, my thing is, we have eight different types of birth control out here for women and y'all can't even and like people are being hesitant about taking one of course once it you know gets fully vetted and it's through the you know the different um approvals and stuff like that once this this drug this pill becomes like over the counter or it becomes a something that you can get prescribed from your doctor why shouldn't men go for it if you're not trying to have kids i mean depending on when it is we may be done having kids i mean it may never make sense for me but to But not do even it. just me and you, but just like men in no, general. No, I know, but I got to talk about me right now. Because mm-hmm. that's 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 what made me want to quarrel it. Because I'm like, you asked me the question. I'm like, that'll be perfect. Can I talk about it? So if we're not having kids anymore, I'm not doing it. You can tie your tubes. Why do I have to tie my tubes though? Because why is I, I've already I had can the always kids. Produce. I've already been I've already been chopped I can and always screwed. Produce. So like, why? I'm a shooter, baby. No. So, I'm a shooter. So. Now, I mean, when your eggs is done, your eggs is done. But I can shoot until I'm 97. Anyway. So, so I don't think it's fair I think, that I have to snip, snip, or take pills. But for, it's okay for me to have. If we're not having kids anymore, then. But, no. But, like, listen to this, right? So, you're telling me, even if you're looking at us, right? And put the, we're done having kids to the side. You're telling me it's okay for me to be on, I've been on birth control pills. You're telling you me can try I've to pull out on, method. I've been the rhythm on method. Is that what it's called? The, the rhythm, rhythm method. method. Yeah. yeah, I've been on the Nuvaring, right? Yeah, and I've had IUD, mm-hmm. and so, um, all of those years, three, all those different, like, and and that's still de- dealing with different, you know, brands or you know, um, of the pill with the different hormones. You're talking about. The the Nuva Ring, after a while, it was giving me migraines every time my period came to the IUD, which when I got it put in, 
hurt like a bitch and then like it, it felt okay and then having to go and get it removed and then get another one put back in after we had Tatum like so I can it's okay for me to go through all these different various forms of birth control to make sure that we're like pl- family planning correctly and being safe when it comes to pregnancy but you can't take an itty bitty pill just to just to see or just you know you've just already to, been to, taking to it help so why do I gotta start taking it but that bullshit. if it was like something like I needed to take it because you didn't want to take it no more and because because it was harming you, then yes, I, I would take it. I would take one for the team. Well, what about men in general? Do you think? Yeah. That, like they. Sh- the next generation of men. Hell yeah. They got to take it. And, and like, I think men in this generation should take it, too, because I mean, they could. Because if, it, if it's FDA, if it gets FDA approval so to the point. Take it because honestly, I, and I, like, I, don't know. I think the idea of it is bad though. Why? The reason why I say that is because I think that raw sex is gonna go up. It probably is, and I mean STDs are gonna go up because they're gonna be like, "I'm on a pill, I'm good." Well, that's gonna be about and now. Women are gonna have to make sure, like, let me see you take it. I said that you gotta treat, treat them like a little, uh, like how we do London, and you gotta, you gotta put a little piece of cheese and give it to them, like, a, <laughs> you know. You know what I mean, right? Yes, I know what you mean. Oh, London okay. is our dog, and just in case. Oh yeah, so you're you know anybody, you know all of my pet owners out there, you know when you gotta get your your cat or your dog to take a pill, and you gotta wrap it up a little piece of cheese, a little piece of ham. I don't, I've, I've, and get them and get them. Do you to do eat that it. to a cat? Yeah, you can. Anyway, so yes, men should take. Men, I didn't say that men should not take it. Men so should I'm be open to it. taking the birth control pill if it I would need to see more trial, like more trials, trials and and more stuff. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, though, it's like, y'all, we got to start somewhere. Like, we have to start. Like, yeah. there was a point in time where we the, pill, start the pill was was you know people didn't wear to toss up for women, and the same thing with the nuvering, and the same thing with the IUD. Yeah, and in ten like, years, I got you. Twenty five. You gotta got to start somewhere. But I think men in general should be open to taking the pill because no, ultimately, if I'm not saying call, if I'm not saying that men pregnancy, should not be. Mm-hmm. I just uh, my quarrel was just that I'm not. I think you should if if it came down to it. What mm-hmm. if I don't want to have an IUD in anymore? Then you can go back to the pill. But the pill made me crazy. How did it make you crazy? After a while, the pill started making me feel real psycho when I'm, when I was on the placebo week, and then the Nuvarin gave me. Um, migraines. So now, if the my, IUD gives you something different, then I'll take it. Maybe I don't want to have I don't want to have a foreign object in my body. So you anymore. just want me to take it just cause. But my thing is this: is that if I, I I have been taking birth control for personal choice. It is a personal choice, but I have been taking birth control since I was seventeen years old. Because you wanted to be safe, and I appreciate you. Exactly. For it. So why can't we like tag team this? Why can't I tag you in? And now it's my turn to be free all right. of of all types of hormones or after, foreign objects in my body. After ten and years, you can pop a pill once a day, every day. After ten years of it working, I'll take it. Actually, listen, if they approve it, and financially it makes more sense. I'll take it. But if it's cheaper for you to do it, then I'm going to let you do so it. So it's going to be a price game. I mean... If it's cheaper for, for you to take the pill than for me to be have an IUD, you'll take it. I, I, I'm just saying. It it might be something that would, you know, be more 
it may make more sense if it's like cheaper. Like if we don't get back a lot of money by me taking it, so, um, I might be down for it. You only do it. If, forget my sanity or my not my sanity, but like yeah, my own. Well, it, you're good now. You're good now. So. Now. But why, so, but if I did, why, if I wasn't good, why like rock if, the if, boat if we don't if have I to wasn't rock the good, boat? If, I, if, if you I, weren't good and it was out there and I could try it, I would do it. Okay. But you're you're Gucci right now. You already got a hundred on the test. Why you want me to take the test? You got it. Because we because we in this together. We are in this together, and you're taking one for the team. I'm taking one. Wow, I've been taking one for the team since '04. I mean, well, that's because prior to then there was no other option. That's like pregnancy. Like if I could get pregnant. I would do it for you. You would have, but a, I can't. You would have a baby. You you would have one. I of, would have, yeah. I would I would do baby number four that I want. Mm-hmm. Pop that bitch right do you out. Think, do you think pregnancy is easy? No, I didn't say that. Okay, I'm just making sure. No, I think it's hard as hell. It was hard, and I had a good pregnancy, and it was hard. I agree. You know, you were doing your, you know, you were doing your thug fizzle. You know, like I said, seeing you pregnant. Have nothing but respect for all women because every woman, well, the majority of women, I, because I don't want to say that every woman has the, can, every woman is born to have children. Essentially, we have, most women yeah. have the parts. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. every woman typically is born with the part. Mm-hmm. There are women who don't want kids and that's their right. Absolutely. And then there's women who want a plethora of kids. Mm-hmm. It's their right. Absolutely. So saying that to say, seeing you pregnant made me look at women differently. Like y'all are some special people. Yeah, it was. You know, it's funny. I, like y'all are superheroes. And that's kind of what I said to some of my girls. So like, I think I had told you the other day that like, randomly enough, kind of like reproductive health has been like a a, a topic of conversation amongst my girls. Like they've been asking me because. It's me because I'm the science teacher, kind of anywhere in between. And so, like, I was so like the first time we were talking about um, different systems of the body, and so somebody named the reproductive system, and somebody asked a random question about like twins, and I was explaining to them, like, well, twins, like about how like reproduction, like single cell organisms can like like Multiply. reproduce, you know, you know, on yeah, their own, asexual, yeah. you know, reproduce, and then the sexual reproduction requires male and female, whatever. So they were like. The concept of twins, I had to like break down for them because if they didn't understand how like an embryo can like split, split and then or like you can have two eggs drop. And I was like, yeah, when you ovulate. And I literally had girls in the eighth grade looking at me like I had six heads when I was like, I used the word ovulate. And so like I had to explain it to them. And then I had some because seven, we don't talk about it. Yeah. And then I had seventh grade girls and like. Again, because you gotta hope no parents come up there and be like, "Why are you teaching this?" Well, I'm talking specific. Um, excuse me, specifically from a scientific perspective. No, I, I, not, listen. But you know, not telling them what they have to do with, the, you. To do with their I'm bodies. Just, but at the same time, I don't want their misinformation. No, you're right. No, listen. I think that's we we lived in a time where life was one way, mm-hmm. and and in 2019 and and beyond. We have the opportunity to change the past and to change what our parents didn't tell us or didn't want to talk about or shit that was like taboo or shit that we shouldn't talk about. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is important stuff. There's no reason why you're in eighth grade and you don't know about ovulation, especially for a woman, because you need to know your body. Yeah, and they don't. I may not know about it because I'm not a woman, but 
as a woman, there's like there's certain things that as a woman, a woman should know. Certain things that a man, a man should know. Yeah. And and and, yep. and there's certain things that at a certain age you learn about it all. But there's no reason why they don't understand how their body work yeah. at what 13, 14? Yeah, and let me and 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 because people think that if you talk know. about it, it's it's gonna. It's going to promote and sex, sex and everything else. And no. they believe you me, they looking up sex regardless, and they they worried, they're curious. They about are, it anyway. but but it's that's why. Like in some places, they'll have like girls are having anal sex or they're doing oral sex because it's not considered sex sex. sex. Mm-hmm. Like no, and I think all of it is wrong. And I think the thing at is that like, age, boys and girls should have a, a a firm understanding of the basics of how male and female bodies work because it's also like. If you don't know the, the opposite sex part body, you don't know how that impacts you when it does come time for you to engage in sexual acts. But I was saying that to kind of get to the point of like how, like you're saying like women being superhumans and stuff. And like another one of my seventh grade girls, they were asking, because again, I guess too, I'm their only teacher who's had a child in recent history, in, in the recent past. And so they're like, you know, Miss Byerson, when you like had Tatum, did your, like, did this happen? And I was like, well, you know, I was like, they asked about like skin or whatever. And I was like, well, you know, some women... It's like it varies. I'm like some women, you know, they say that they're glowing and this, you know, their skin clears up and they have this, it's great. And then I'm like, there's other women who like get a lot of have like really rough looking skin when they get pregnant. Like they struggle with acne and stuff. I said, but it just varies from you know person to person. And I was talking to them about like how, you know, the because they, you know, we're talking about oh that's why because we're talking about the digestive system. I'm being a real teacher nerd right now, but like the kids, you know, kids don't realize like where like the stomach is in relation to like the intestines. So then the, the girls like where their like uterus and stuff is. And I'm explaining to them. I'm like, you know, your uterus is all the way down here. I said, but when you have a baby inside of you, it grows all the way up, which is why it takes up that space. I'm making your organs shift and all this other stuff. And like they were like, wow. Like the two girls I was talking about, they were like, wow. And they were like kind of looking at me like wow, you did that? And like, wow, like my body can do that? And then I was like, I said, yeah. I was like, that's why. I was like, women are superhuman. I was like, now don't get me wrong. I'm like, this is many, 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 many years in the future for you. But I said, but when you guys, if you decide to choose to become moms, I'm like, it's an amazing thing that our bodies can do. And they were like, yeah, you're right. They were like, we're, and I was like, yeah, I said, we're like superhumans. Which leads me to the question, are women mutants? We're superhumans. Period. Our superheroes. That's why they try. That's why these reproductive. It was a like oh, yeah. nice, nice little Marvel joke. Oh. We went over it. Sorry. But that's why y'all be trying to hold not y'all, but like men be trying to hold us down, and you trying to you know pass these archaic you know antiquated abortion laws against us because they want us to not have a right. Because if we had the power, we would get all of these fuck boys out of here. You hope so. I, I hope so. Because in Alabama, there was a woman, the governor is a woman who signed off on it. So. And she signed off on it. Because I was going to say something rude, but whatever. I mean, listen, it's your podcast. Say what you want. Well, I was going to say that she signed it because her uterus is dust. That's why. <laughs> because she can't have children anymore. And on that note, you know. She's being selfish and self-centered. This has been another episode yeah. of Lover's Quarrel. Fuck the motherfuckers in Alabama. Damn, she's feeling it. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck, fuck Alabama. I fuck Alabama, but fuck them twenty five. If you are from Alabama and you listen to us, we fuck with you. Exactly. But for all you other people, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Reproductive rights matter. And on that note, 
as my wife said, this has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. You can follow us on IG at Lover's Quarrel Show. You can follow us on Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7. If you have any questions, uh, you want us to quarrel about something, you want us to read a question and debate about it, send us an email at loversquarrelshow at gmail.com. Um, thank you for tuning into yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. I am your guy, TJ. And I am your girl, Danny. And, and as, as always, always, we fuss. We fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. You want to stop taking my... Listen, they already taking reproductive rights. You're not going to take my closing rights. My fault. I respect you. Thank you. I am a superhuman. Good night. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.